Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. Homewood Marijuana Dispensary is popular with Indiana customers who say they aren't worried about the return trip home. Use ways, don't break more than one law at a time, don't speed, and again, um, followings for the following information we provide is for informational purposes and we don't condone breaking any laws or regulations in your state and municipality. So we got to put that out there before we, we go on. The Northwest Indiana residents traveled less than 10 miles into Illinois to legally pick up some marijuana. But the return trip becomes a little different when the new purchase becomes illegal after crossing the state line. On Martin Luther King Day, none of the Hoosiers seem concerned concern though, citing a variety of reasons from secure packaging to putting the product in the trunk of their cars. As long as it's not open, it shouldn't be a problem, Janita said Janita of Gary. The people interviewed for the story did not want their last names used. I don't blame them. Dan Scotland is a pen name, man. I mean, I don't I don't I don't use my uh real full name because of the stigma and I don't and if interviewed I do the same. On January, the parking lot outside the one-story business center was mostly full by 10 a.m. when Windy City Cannabis opened for business in Homewood, Illinois. Before it opened, there were at least eight vehicles with Indiana license plates parked outside. Windy City Cannabis declined to comment, specifically about questions how many Indiana residents have visited, but... A worker at the dispensary stated that based on the IDs he's seen, it seems that more than half the customers are from Indiana. A few Indiana residents in line January 20th said that that they visited the dispensary on January 1st when recreational sales were officially legal in Illinois. It seemed like half the crowd was from Indiana. Jason was visiting Homewood Dispensary for the third time to visit to purchase vape cartridges. On the first day, Jason said, it looked like more than half the cars in the parking lot had Indiana plates. Jason said those who purchased from the Homewood Dispensary shared his his sentiment about their purchase becoming illegal once they crossed back into Indiana. It hasn't bothered me in the last 20 years. It won't bother me now. While Indiana residents seem to be taking advantage of Illinois legalizing recreational marijuana, they're only allowed to purchase half the amount of cannabis products that Illinois residents are allowed to buy. Non-Illinois residents can purchase 15 grams or half an ounce of plant material, edibles, 
with no more than 250 milligrams of tetrahydrocannabidiol and no more than 2.5 grams of concentrate product like wax or vape, according to Windy City Cannabis website. During these, despite these purchasing rules, Indiana residents said that they prefer going to a dispensary as opposed to purchasing marijuana legally because there's a large variety in selection. You know exactly what you're getting, Jason said. As people waited outside, it became easy to spot repeat customers. They were holding their driver's licenses. Before entering the facility, everyone had to show a security guard their license. When the dispensary opened, a security officer let the first five people inside. That's the rule. Only five people inside at a time. Soon after, the security guard handed the first person in line a piece of paper, an a la carte style list of products for sale. The people waiting looked over the list and then passed it back quietly to the person behind them, like a note during class. It's like this in the medical dispensaries too. John Jonta, who visited the Homewood dispensary for the first time, said there said he was there to see what they had. He was specifically looking for cereal milk and Gary Payton strains of marijuana. Oh man, I'd like to try that. <laughs> If I ever go to Illinois, I want to try that stuff, dude. I wonder. I wonder if they have like a Jordan strain. Like, um, Jordan was my guy. I mean, I like I like I like I've mentioned in other um episodes and other iterations of this podcast. I grew up watching the tail end of Michael Jordan's career. Um, I didn't grow up watching um Kobe as much. Um, rest in power, Kobe. Rest in power, Black Mamba. Black Mamba forever. Um, Jordan was more my guy. I, he he was more of my icon. You know. Um, if I'm ever in illinois and they have a michael jordan strain i'm 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 i'm, I'm buying an ounce of that i i really i really don't give a hoot how much that costs and i grew up watching his games i grew up trying to play basketball at six seven eight years old at the boys club like i would i would shoot baskets baskets by myself initially and like i wasn't good i was terrible at basketball like i would like i would just like like i would just be dribbling the ball around and maybe two or one no maybe two out of the 10 shots i would make would get in and i did intramural for boys club during that time and i was terrible at it i was terrible i don't i think maybe i got maybe one assist during my intramural like basketball days of the boys club but jordan was like was the guy that inspired me i mean he really did i mean but um anyway that's i'm, I'm digressing <laughs> um a few other step out of line too, stating that they would visit three other Windy City dispensaries to see if products that they want are available there. Micah St. John said he was coming to purchase edibles because marijuana has helped with his knee pain following surgeries. With marijuana being legal and so close, you just have no choice, Mike said. Mike, who visited the dispensary for the first time, said he was only kind of concerned about driving back to Indiana, but he put the sealed product in his trunk before leaving. Tony of Dyer said he was visiting the Homewood dispensary on the first day and about a week later. He recently addressed the Lake County Council to thank the council for considering an ordination, an ordinance violation that would, with an officer's discretion, make possession of less than 30 grams of marijuana ticket offense the council is still reviewing the ordinance though the pros proposed 30 grams would cover 15 would cover the 15 grams indiana residents can legally buy in illinois 
Tony says he uses cannabis products because he didn't want to continue taking opioids following three spine surgeries. Plus, cannabis gave or gives him instant release from pain, he said. If I can get away without taking pills because I don't like to, that's good stuff, Tony said. Tony said he's not worried about driving back home with marijuana products because it's not the first time he's ever had weed in his car. Tony said he likes going to the dispensary because he knows what he's getting and the edibles are already made. Inside a dispensary, Tony said the workers took his ID, asked him what product he wanted, told him to sit in a waiting area, and took him to the back room for his product. We'll be taking the next five. Please have your IDs out, a security guard called, as more people could enter the dispensary. The wait averaged about 30 minutes, a fact that those in line frequently announced to people after driving by asking, how long have you been waiting? Question mark. At about 1.30 p.m., a man got in line behind 10 people and seemed frustrated that the, line, that the wait was so long. A security guard asked the man if he had a medical marijuana card and stated that he did. The security guard called him to the front of the line, checked his card, and led him into the dispensary. I don't want to get beat up by stoners, the man jokingly said as he entered. Yeah, I had these same fears when my state was going adult use and the recreational dispensaries were opening. Um, some of them were joint recreational medical. I worried about that. I worried about because I, I, I have or had my medical card in Massachusetts, you know. Like, what am I going to do when in these dual located locations? And as a person of color, it's, it's especially intimidating for me. They see this black kid. No, they see this. I'm not. I'm no kid. I'm 30 years old. They see this black man. And you know how you know how racist things. They, they think I'm a, they'll just be like, oh, this big black guy is cutting the line. And like, you know, I don't want a scene. So I was worried about that. And I didn't visit the um, co-located dispensary near me, partly because of that i'm gonna link the article where i I talked about my concerns about co-located dispensaries but yeah i mean i i had those same concerns and i i I avoided one of my nearest dispensaries because of that i didn't want like even though i have my medical card there's like the lines with recreation or are still pretty big even where i live so i didn't want want to face that same bs that this guy was was afraid of facing you know, again, I didn't want to get beat up by stoners either. So, I mean, I've been in that situation. Recreational use. Okay, so, all right. I mean, let's let's finish or let's continue. Medical marijuana card holders are allowed immediate access to the dispensary, and they are taxed two. They shouldn't be taxed at all, but they are taxed two point two five percent for their products, according to Windy City Cannabis website. Recreational users are taxed anywhere between 10 to 28.75% for their products, according to the website. All products have to be purchased in cash, he said. Joshua Hammond said he spent $200 for vape products, but said he didn't mind because Illinois legalizing marijuana seems to have impacted street sales. My guy, ever since Illinois became legal for recreational, his weed got terrible, Joshua said. As the dispense, as as a dispensary that sells both medical and recreational marijuana, businesses will be climbing over the next few months. Windy City C- CEO Steve Weissman recently told the Chicago Tribune, "There's a lot of pent up demand for people who have waited to purchase cannabis but haven't been able to until now." Weissman said, "I don't think it will level off anytime soon." Chad of St. John, a third time visitor, said he waited in line seven hours on the first day of recreational marijuana. Marijuana sales were legal, but that it was too bad because people were handing out hot dogs and coffee. 
but it wasn't too bad because they were handing out hot dogs and coffee. Um, quick story. So, you know, you guys know I'm a medical patient in Grass, Massachusetts. Um, during 420, I want to say last year or the year before, um, my local, my medical dispensary that I trekked to, they were they were giving out free Dunkin' Donuts and potato chips and coffee to those who of us who waited in line. It was like a hour and a half line, but it passed by pretty quick. I you know I was talking a little bit with the people in line and stuff, and wasn't that bad. And I mean I had I had my battery pack with my phone, so I mean I could I was able to like read articles and do stuff, but. Um, it wasn't wasn't that bad, but yeah, more more places need to have porter potties. They need to hand out things, sort of do crowd control. I've I've I've, I've worked events. I've worked odd jobs where I've had to do crowd control. That's again, that's a smart idea. Chad said he came to buy cartridges for recreational use and cannabidiol products for his father to take for his arthritis. When asked if he was worried about bringing the products back to Indiana, Chad responded quickly with hell no. We don't open it until we get home, Chad said. Even though spirits were high among those in line January 20th, the real concern seemed to be supply. By 10.30 a.m. or a half hour after opening, a security guard announced that only vape and wax products were available for recreational sale. By 2.30 p.m., only nine vape pens were available for recreational sale. The Indiana residents of Indiana should legalize marijuana, although they know that the Indiana legislature won't do this. Again, states' right tyranny, states' rights tyranny in action. So when people are like, ah, oh, states' rights, states' rights, states' rights to be a tyrant is what this allows. Again, um, let's let's finish the last line or so. The Indiana residents all agree that Indiana should legalize marijuana, although they know the Indiana legislature won't do that. Until then, they seem to have a plan. Luckily, I live close enough to Illinois that I'll just drive over the border. I don't care, Tony said. Okay, and this is a problem before um before wrapping up this call-in show again. Um we're still taking calls. Um phone number is 617-819-5074. 617-819-5074. But um Again, um, this is the problem with the way we currently have things. I would bet all my money that most of these people in, in the line are just going to do their cannabis in private. They're not going to tell coworkers. They're not going to tell friends. They're not going to tell their neighbors. They're not going to. They're not going to try to make the climate better in Indiana. It's more of a. I live close enough to the to the border. Although Indiana's laws suck and I want adult use in Indiana, I'm not going to fight for it. Um, a, I work a job that drug tests or B, I don't necessarily work a job that drug tests. But if my employer finds out that I that I, I went to a recreational stop, I can be fired. So I'm not going to write to my or they find out I'm pro cannabis and I write to my lawmakers um, and and my and. It, it leaks out that I'm pro cannabis writing to my lawmakers or calling them in private, then the, the, the world will end. It's like dividing by zero. Most of these people are not going to do a damn thing in Indiana. Sadly, I feel, I feel like they're just going to, they might either vote for the same politicians. They might weakly support um, politicians that want it, but they're not going to actually advocate and, and call for their governor or their state legislature lawmakers to be booted out. They're not going to, they're not going to do anything that's specifically active to make this better. So again, this is, this is this got mine F you mentality that we, that's too rampant in the United States. I don't believe, I don't believe any of these folks are going to do, are going to do anything to make 
Indiana laws better. They're not going to really spend political capital or put their necks on the line to do this. And that's why podcasts like ours exist for the, I mean, because we know most people are not going to do this and most people are not going to speak up. So we have to fill that void and we have to step up and we have to take action in, in favor of our sisters and brothers that just won't. But, um, if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever-expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r. Again, that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link https colon slash bit ly slash 33fkrv9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40, percent sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And if you're in Northeast New England and you're in Eastern Massachusetts, especially, or, or um, Southern New Hampshire or Southern Maine, then you can get some great and inexpensive CBD flour delivered directly to your door very quickly. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash shop dot Boston Empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao